Welcome to Gautrain Talks, a podcast series for people on the move. Welcome to the Gautrain Talks podcast station, the place to be for all matters related to the Gautrain and how it came to be South Africa's first ever rapid rail link. Now, today's subject matter concerns the role that the Gautrain Management Agency is playing in addressing the driving license card renewal backlog in the province. The Gauteng Department of Roads and Transport opening a first-of-its-kind smart driving license testing centre at the GMA's Midrand station. The idea being that through the use of smart technology, the new DLTC has the potential to halve the time it takes for customers to complete the process of renewing their driver license cards. Joining us now to discuss Gautrain's Smart Driving License Testing Centre's implementation project is Aniko Nkuna, the GMA's Acting Executive for Mobility as a Service. Aniko, thank you for joining us. Let's start with some background and the origins of this project. All right, so this project or this initiative um, is actually an initiative by the Gauteng Department of Roads and Transport, uh, mandated by the MEC, uh, Mr. Jacob Mamabolo. And where this comes from is that, uh, as you are aware, uh, during 2020 and 2021, we had multiple lockdowns. And um, what that resulted in is uh, closure of multiple uh, services that are deemed as non-essential and the renewal driving licenses is one of those services that was actually affected and um, the Department of Roads and Transport as well as the MEC then uh, had to come up with a plan or a way of dealing with the backlog that was created during that time and um, one of the things that they determine needs to be done is to increase the capacity um, in the province because the capacity that we had in the province would not be able uh, to deal with the backlog that was being created during those times. And um, the solution was to create uh, more capacity in the province and the how train became a natural space or a natural option uh, because the how train system is actually an asset of the Department of Roads and Transport or an asset of the Gauteng province. And um, at any given point in time, whenever there's a challenge that needs to be resolved, uh, the department, um, as well as all the key stakeholders, have to look at the assets that they have and see how they can leverage those assets to, to address whatever issue is, um, is prevailing at the time. At the same time, it came at a time when the, the GMA was looking for new revenue streams, particularly if we look at the fact that uh, during COVID and the COVID lockdowns, ridership was down. Is that fair to say? Yeah, so the GMA established um, a new unit, which is the, the commercial business unit. Um, this is uh, basically an implementation of a strategy that the, the GMA was thinking of even before uh, COVID hit. And that is a strategy to commercialize the uh, the stations and to, to, to sweat the asset, if I can put it like that, whereby we use the Houtrain assets and their strategic locations, um, the Houtrain stations and their strategic location uh, to um, to enhance uh, service delivery in the province and also to create commercial activity in the in the in the stations to encourage people to to travel using public transport and to 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 enhance the the value that we are already providing to our existing customers and obviously addressing a really pressing need which uh, I think it's fair to say is pretty extensive yes at the time uh, when we started this process uh, we were looking at a backlog of over 700,000 uh, licenses and for us to cover that backlog before the end of the grace period we would have had to renew 135,000 
um, licenses uh, every month in the province. And the province only had a capacity of about 112,000. Therefore, there was a shortfall of about 23,000. So we had to create capacity that can deal with that 23,000 a month. Um, And not only did the, the GMA step in to assist, there's other institutions as well that stepped in to assist. Um, It's just that um, uh, our DLTC was just established uh, differently and we we made it smart and we'll talk about how how, how smart our DLTC is at the later stage, but we just decided to take a different approach. I'm interested in this whole uh, sweating of the assets uh, on the part of the GMA in Yiko, and there's no doubt that uh, Gautrain, since its implementation or since the Gautrain got up and running back in 2010, it's uh, it's developed and created these amazing assets, not just a fantastic train, but these incredible stations. So uh, this is obviously an opportunity to really make use of those assets. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, this is the first of its kind. There's many other initiatives and many other, um, you know, many other services that we'll be bringing into the into the how train stations um, to 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 make the lives of uh, the citizens of of Gauteng as well as visitors uh, easier and uh, to make it easier to access services and to assist the province um, in addressing some of the socio-economic challenges that it's facing uh, because not only are we providing a new service in the how train stations we've actually created jobs uh, through these uh, initiatives let's talk now about the services on offer at the first station at the Midrand station so at Midrand station at the moment we are offering a renewal of driving licenses as well as issuing of temporary driving licenses. So in the future we actually have the capability to renew uh, professional driving permits. Uh, We just haven't unlocked that service. We want to pilot a service before we actually take it to the to the station we do we have established a pilot site um, at our offices so any new service that we'll be bringing to the to the station we first pilot it at our office and uh, once we are comfortable uh, because this is a new space for us it's something that we've never done before it's a completely new business a completely new space so we have to make sure that we get it right at a pilot level before we take it to the station because once it's in the station it's in the public eye and uh, people expect the same level of service that they're getting with the how train service. Um, it, it must be the same level of, of service. Um, the service that people are getting on the how train service has to be matched by any other service that we bring to the how train station. Because obviously it, it's a premium service, isn't it? Yes. And Yiko, what else have you had to get right to implement to get the project off the ground? You, you mentioned the pilot phase, but what else has been required to get the project up and running? Uh, so first of all, to, to run a service like this one, you have to be a, an organ of state. Uh, that's the first thing. The second thing is that you have to be appointed as a registering authority in order for you to, to, to run this service. Um, so what is what what is unique with us is that uh, it was a it's a completely new space for us. It's something that we've never done before. So there's a lot of um, uh, processes that we had to go through. We had to acquire new new stuff. 
We had to uh, relook at our business model. We had to relook at how we do things. And uh, for us, our approach was very simple. We said, if we are going to implement a DLTC or if we are going to implement any service that already exists, we are not going to do it the way it's traditionally being done. We have to start by optimizing the processes because technology is just an enabler. So you have to start by making sure that the processes that you design are designed around excellence. They are designed for, for, for customer centricity. And um, then implement the technology that supports that. So that was our approach. We said, let's see what are the areas of improvement that we can implement uh, in our D DLTC to ensure that our DLTC is much more efficient. And it actually showcases how government services can be. So that's, uh, those are the things that we had to go through. Um, and therefore, we ended up uh, doing the pilot side first to make sure that how we want to implement our DLTC is actually going to work, even though it's different from how traditional DLTCs are currently working. And Yiko, what about uh, some of the key stakeholders involved? The first important stakeholder is the Gauteng Department of Roads and Transport. They are basically the, the authority in Gauteng uh, that gives permission for other entities to be able to provide the service. Um, and the service level agreement are actually signed between the Gauteng Department of Roads and Transport and the entity that is providing the service. Uh, that is the first key stakeholder. The second key stakeholder is uh, RTMC. RTMC, uh, the Road Traffic Management Corporation, uh, provides the, the infrastructure, some of the ICT infrastructure, as well as the Natives platform, because licensing runs mainly on the Natives platform. And there's also the uh, DLCA, that is the entity that uh, prints the driving license cards. Um, so that entity also provides a, a portion of the ICT equipment that runs at a, at a, at a DLTC. Um, there's also the uh, RTIA, which is the entity that uh, deals with uh, road traffic infringement, uh, because at a DLTC you have to be able to... Um, collect uh, road traffic infringement uh, fees uh, because sometimes people walk into the DLTC only to find that they have traffic fines that are preventing them from going ahead with the process. So we should be able to assist them. Instead of sending them to other places, we should be able to assist those customers. So we have to have a relationship with uh, those entities. Those are the main uh, key entities that you have to have a relationship with. Welcome back. We're still with Nyiko Nkuna, the GMA's Acting Executive for Mobility as a Service, looking at the Train Driving Licence Testing Centre implementation project. Nyiko, let's uh, take the process forward now and look at the actual implementation of the project. What has that involved? What are the various stages? The first stage for us was to develop a business case to make sure that uh, it is commercially viable for the Train system or for the GMA uh, to run DLTCs at Train stations. The second stage was to design a target customer experience because we wanted to ensure that customers or our customers have the same level of service across all our services, be it the train, the bus, uh, the minibuses, and any other commercial services that we will be providing at the stations. Because we talked about it earlier, the train is a premium service. You had to mirror that experience and that service with the new project. Absolutely. 
That's exactly what our target was. Uh, we then had to, we then designed the service around those tar- that target customer experience that we want to achieve. Uh, we then established the facility. Obviously, even in the design of the facility itself, we had to think about the stages that people have to go through when they are in our in our facility to ensure that. Uh, Within our facility, once they enter our facility, from the time they enter our facility to the time they leave our facility, they have to feel the same way they feel when they use the Train service. Again, stage by stage, it was the premium service you offered across all your platforms, excuse the pun, um, it mirrored that same premium experience. Absolutely. We had to make sure that every stage of the process or every step of the process um, is well thought through and it is um, it meets the customer experience that we targeted. Now, did you go from designing the customer experience to then the actual construction and design of the project itself? Yeah, so we went from the design of the customer experience to the design of the project and the design of every element or every aspect um, of the project. So um, what I mean by that is that the facility had to be designed in such a way that it allows that seamless flow of people. We had to ensure that the processes um, are seamless and that we optimize the processes and make sure that, uh, um, as an example... In a traditional DLTC, you have to go to an examiner station and get examined. After being serviced at the examiner station, you then have to go to another queue and wait for payment for you to to pay for the service. Whereas with our DLTC, we've made sure that you only have to interact with one person. From the time you are welcome to the time you sit down, you are only serviced by one person. All the examining is taking place at one desk as well as uh, the payment uh, of the of the service happens on that same desk. And once you are done at that desk, you are then able to uh, to go home. Well, I think uh, all of us who've had to renew our driver's license would uh, would say that sounds like a massive step forward in the in the entire process. Yeah, ab- absolutely, and that's exactly what we wanted to achieve. We wanted to make sure that we don't do things uh, the way they have traditionally been done. We had to innovate in that space, and we had to innovate in every little step, and 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 make sure. I mean, for for instance, we also offer the, um, the photo service in our DLTC inside the DLTC, whereas with traditional DLTCs, you have to go to an external party and get uh, photos and then come with those photos into the DLTC. Uh, But with ours, we do everything there. We don't want to turn away any customer. If a customer doesn't have a copy of their ID, we don't turn them away. We make that copy right there. If a customer doesn't have ID photos uh, for the temporary driving licenses, we do the, the photos there. If, there's, um, if the customer has uh, the information that we need on their computer somewhere or on their phone, they can just email it to us. We print it out and make sure that we are able to service that customer. So our target is to make sure that once the customer has arrived at our center, they must leave having received the service that they came there for. We try our best. Obviously, we don't always win. There are some cases where a person doesn't have anything on them and we're not able to assist them. But we try as much as possible to ensure that once a customer walks in, um, they get the service that they need. A big success of the project is, is, is that, that pilot phase and that pilot feature of the project has allowed you to, like you say, go through the gears of testing what works, what doesn't work, um, before you actually implemented the stations themselves. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, lastly, in Yuko, uh, does the GMA intend extending the Gautrain DLTC project to other stations? And if so, what other services would be provided at those stations? Yes, so interestingly enough, uh, this week we are in the final stages of um, preparing the Sinchiron Gautrain station uh, DLTC. Um, so it will be operationally ready uh, by the end of this week. And uh, we do have plans to establish uh, two other DLTCs at two other stations. Um, At the moment, we are looking at Santin and Park Station. Um, But um, we want to run the DLTCs that we have now for a period of time uh, to see how they they operate uh, before we can actually make the decision to expand to the other stations. Um, In terms of the services, at the moment we are offering the renewal of driver's licenses as well as the issuing of uh, temporary driver's licenses um, and we have the capability to do renewals of professional driving permits and those are the services that even at the new stations or at other stations that we are going to be implementing, we will have to offer as a baseline. Then we'll then look for other opportunities uh, to, to assist uh, the province of Gauteng to deal with other uh, transport-related issues uh, that we are experiencing as a, as a province. Exciting times ahead. Nico, thank you for your, your time and your input. We value your insight and your learnings from the Khatran DLTC project. You've been listening to Nico and Kuna, the GMA's acting executive for mobility as a service, discussing the Khatran smart driving license testing centers implementation project. To listen to this and other interviews about the Khatran, please tune into our podcasts at Khatran Talk Station. You can also access further material on our website. That's www gautrain.co.za or follow us on Twitter.